Hello, everyone, and welcome to Thrifters Villa, a podcast for resellers and entrepreneurs. I'm Daniela. And I'm Jen. And today we have a really fun episode for you. Mm-hmm. Something that we have never have I ever done on Thrifters Villa. <laughs> <laughs> so it's our never have I ever reseller edition. Yeah. So our last episode was pretty history and information dense. So we wanted to break it up for you guys this week and just have a lighthearted and fun conversation with all of you. I have to say thank you to everyone who submitted their never have I ever statements. Some of these were absolutely hilarious. I, know. So I really can't <laughs> wait to just dive into these. All right, everyone, we will see you at the table. This is going to be fun. Because yes. it's first of all, we've never done an episode like this before, but I also think it's a great way for people to get to know us a little more on like a personal level and be, I guess, I don't want to say less professional because that's not the word, but like a little more, have more fun, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like the last a episode was great. We loved it, but it's also a lot of work to do those kind of episodes and it's draining. Like it's very mentally draining to prepare for those types <laughs> of episodes. Not going to lie. It is. It is. Cause like, not only do we want to provide you know, well-rounded information, Mm. but we want to make sure that like, you know, that all of this is factual. And so we do a lot of fact-checking and we make sure, you know, that we're giving you the most latest and up-to-date data. And I mean, we absolutely love the research, but um, like Daniela said, it takes a really, really long time. And so not that we're not going to keep doing them in the future, but we figured this one would just be like a little more fun, a little more candid, like we said, to just like, talk about some fun experiences that we've had as resellers. Yeah. Or maybe things that we probably wouldn't openly say on social media, Oh God! <laughs> but we're going to say it here kind of thing. It's just fun to have fun. You guys get to know us a little bit better on a more personal level and you'll get to see some of our sass that maybe we hold back sometimes. <laughs> I will say to, um, or never have I ever that we will not be drinking though. <laughs> no, there's no drink. I mean, I have, I have a nitro cold brew, but that's, that's I have about water. As much so drinking. that'll be our drinking. <laughs> <laughs> there's no drinking with this. No. That would Although be a real fun be... episode though. Oh my God. That'd be a Patreon me. only episode. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the answers would get sassier and sassier as we mm, go along. Maybe some choice words. <laughs> We try to keep this PG. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely. But like we said, we, we loved all these, these questions. And so thank you everybody for taking the time to submit these. And, um, I think like we said, we're just going to have a good time. So let's, let's get started, um, yeah. with our never have I ever statements. Mm, all right. This first one made me laugh because it's happened to me twice. <laughs> oh God. And most people think like, I'm not a confrontational person and I'm not to an extent, but okay. So never have I ever fought with someone over an item in the thrift store. Now I personally have never fought with an individual in terms of like, I want that, give it to me, but I've Mm -hmm. had people do it to me, which has then caused me to become confrontational with the individual. Really? Yeah. Okay. So give me the details. Was it like you guys grabbed it at the same time? Okay. First situation was at the bins. It was my last trip to the bins in New Hampshire bins. Okay. Always and the sho- it's always I bet bins, you right? most of these, like never have I ever been like, it was at the bins at the bins. <laughs> it was at the New Hampshire bins. Mm-hmm. And this was like right before COVID, like maybe a month before COVID started. And or the shoe, you you know how the bins can get with shoes. So <sighs> rolled out all the new shoe bins. I'm like smushed in the corner. Mm-hmm. against the wall oh, God. and I'm digging and I find this free people shoe. I don't remember if it was a loafer. I honestly don't remember at this point. 
and I, and I had it like under my arm. So it's under my left arm, under my armpit, because I had other things in my hand. I was like, well, that's where it's going to go. Right. I'm going to store it right here where it's safe and no one can grab it from me. Squirrel the woman away. across the way who found the other one. And you could, you could tell that she was like inching closer to me, like coming closer and closer to the wall. She was at the end and then like started coming closer to the other <laughs> side. So she's on the opposite side of the bin as me. The bin is uh, horizontal. So, okay. So now I'm searching and searching. And then now I see her walking over to my side and I'm like, mm-hmm. what, what is this chick doing? Like, what, what are you doing over here, friend? Yeah. So I keep looking and she's glaring at me and I'm like, what? Like, I don't understand. I didn't real, I didn't put two and two together at that point that she had the other shoe. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. She <laughs> comes up next to me and pulls the shoe from under no. my arm. No, she ran. What? And I was like, what the hell just happened? And like, I didn't even know what to do at that point. I was just kind of like, do I even bother? Like, do you want the shoe that bad? Have it. Have it. Well, then she follows me to another bin. Okay. I thought she was gone. No, no, no. She just went to the corner where her cart was. And, um, and she didn't and, even say anything to you. No, she, she just took like, it and ran. Oh my God. <laughs> ripped so it out of your armpit. And that was, yes. <laughs> so then I'm at, we're at another bin. It was a clothing bin and we're going through and I had my hand on something, but it wasn't a piece that I was necessarily going to grab. I was just like going through the stuff, right? My hand was kind of on it. Yeah. Yeah. She rips the piece from underneath oh me and she goes, excuse me. And I looked at her, I was like, excuse me, what are you doing? And she was like, what do you mean? You're in my space. It's like, I'm sorry. Are there designated spaces here? I wasn't aware of these designated spaces. Can you please inform me as to where these designated spaces are? Where do I sign up? Please tell me. And she's just staring at me. And I was like, okay, I got to go home because you don't yeah. want to see an Italian girl go off. Daniela is about to come out. Yeah. <laughs> so I left. And then I sat in the car. I was like, is this real life? Is this what, re- is this what people do? No, thank you. Yeah. No, yeah, the you. aggression. I like, don't care enough. You want it that bad? Take it. Yeah. Have at it. You need that free people shoe clearly more than I do. So sorry that you're intimidated by my ability of searching in the bin. There's about a hundred other people here that can do the same thing. Oh yeah. Make a different person. Not me. <laughs> Second time was when I, maybe within the first year of me reselling mm-hmm. and I was at Savers and I had a Max Mara coat in my um, carriage. Okay. And it was, you could see it said Max Mara on it. was a cashmere coat. And then there was a couple other pieces in there. This woman walking around, clearly noticed I was a reseller and kept like looking in my car and like pretend like she was looking on the rack and looking in my car kind of thing. And she starts to pull my carriage closer to her. I can't make no. this stuff up. Oh yep. <laughs> so then I'm looking at her and I put my like foot on the bottom, the bottom part. So it mm-hmm. couldn't move. Yeah. And she's staring at me. I was like, a stare off. And I was like, what are you doing? Just like that. Like, what are you doing? And she goes, yeah. I'm, this is my car. I was like, um, no, this is my cart. That's she my purse. She tried to say it. that that was your car. <laughs> my purse was in the little, you know, that part with, where babies yep, sit. Yep, yep. Call that. I don't even know what that's called. I don't even know either. Um, and she was like, this is my car. I was like, no, I'm pretty sure this is mine with my purse inside of it that I grabbed at the front of the store when I started thrifting about half hour oh ago. And she was like, well, I, that's my coat. I donated it and I want it back. I was like, well, that's too bad because I just found it on the rack. So it's now mine. You can buy it off of me for $200 if you want. <laughs> I don't care. 
And she, and like, I, she was about to start with me. And she's like, no, this is my coat. I, I came in and I left it somewhere and they put it on the rack. I was like, no, honey, that's not how this works. It was yeah. donated and they went in the back and then they have a production crew and then they, they go through the stuff and they price it and it goes out on the floor. So um, you might want to double check your facts there. Aww. Yeah. And then I decided it was time to leave the store because she was getting aggressive and I don't want to be aggressive in public. So yeah. yeah, bigger person, I left and she followed me outside. So I told her, if you continue to come closer to my car, I have no problem calling the police. So move along. Oh my God. Those are my only two experiences, but they were great. <laughs> Those... <laughs> they were great. I mean, only, only me. Oh my gosh. Only me. That's insane. That's crazy. Cause you know, I will say I have never fought with anybody over an item in a thrift store. I, I definitely haven't, but I've had altercations though, oh, you know, I'm sure used to be a bin shopper solely. So oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But there were so many times where I was just like, if I grabbed something at the same time with somebody else, I just would let it go. And I'm like, I don't really care. No, you know what but, I mean? But you have to stand your ground sometimes. You do. You do. Um, but it didn't happen very often, you know, for, for me, because mm. I always, especially in the Boston bins, like it's just, it's really chaotic, you yeah. know, when, when the bins come out. So it was like the only two times that I've legit fought <laughs> with mm. somebody was, uh, both times at the Boston bins, of course, Doesn't surprise me does not surprise you. One time I was with, um, Oh, I don't know. I don't want to get her in trouble, but one of, an individual, like, an, an individual, one of my really good thrifting buddies. And she and I would go all the time because we always like to have like a buddy system, you know, mm-hmm. kind of there. And, um, for those of you who don't know, up. Boston was a rough bins. Oh yeah. So that's why a buddy <laughs> system was necessary. Buddy system was always great. <laughs> um, so like she would stand on one end of the bin and I'd stand on the other end of the bin. And I remember we were, we would take we would attack bins. And it was when we got more confident and we decided let's go for the new bins, you know? So we went in for the new bins and we were digging through super, super fast. Anything that we like remotely were interested in, just throw it in your bag. We would just throw it in our bag really fast. Cause you, we can't even put carts there. We actually used our Ikea bags and had them by our feet and we just like dump things, you know? And there were hardly any carriages ever there anyway. I don't know. I I think I got a carriage one time. Me too. Once that was it never happened again. That was it never happened again. So we're, we're digging and we're digging and we're digging. And then all of a sudden one of those t-shirt bros, there were so right. many of them there. There were so many of them Ugh. there. And the, the guy next to me starts, you know how, when they like, they scoop everything up mm-hmm. and I don't know how they see everything and they scoop everything up and then they just toss it. And he, this guy was like tossing it on top of my friend, like literally like throwing all this. And she's like, Hey, I'm here. Like back off, like get out of my space, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And she's like, and he didn't even say anything. And I was like, really? I was like, really? You don't see her right there. So we both started yelling at him like, Hey, slow down, calm down. The stuff is there. Like you're going to get to it. Like, and so we just like, started hounding him and then he left kind of thing. And then afterwards, we're not friends with that. We were clearly not friends with the t-shirt bros there <laughs> because there, there was like them. a following of t-shirt boys at that bins. There was at least like five. There was five. It of was them the there. same ones. And they knew the staff, which was wild to me. Yeah. Yeah. They knew them. And, and there was like one that was like semi nice, but the rest of them, they were not nice at all. Cause every time you would ask them like, Hey, watch out or excuse me mm-hmm. or any, 
wouldn't even acknowledge you or anything. And I would be like, wow, you're really, really freaking rude. You know, mm-hmm. I, to, I said something else. We're going to keep know, it PG. Okay. Yeah, We're going to exactly. try real hard. <laughs> then the second time that we got, we got also with the same person at the bins again, you know, we, it's the shoe bins. The shoe bins was the one that we would never do it new because we couldn't, no, we, you can't. we just can't. So we would wait until everybody was gone and then we would go in and there was always so much stuff left over, you know, lots of people left things behind. So she was on one side, I was on the other side and we're going through and we're just talking about our day about reselling, what's selling for us, what's not, you know, just like normal reseller chit chat. And then there's this one woman that's in the next bin next to us. And she just looks at us and says, could you not? And we're like, what are you talking about? And then she's like, there she's like people are listening to what you're saying and you're giving away all this information and you're giving away all these brands and she's like and all these people are going to know what to pick over and you're ruining it for the rest of us and I just I'm sorry being like I'm sorry I didn't know you were part of this conversation and both me and that other girl we were just like we're just like, we have the freedom to talk to about whatever we want. And we're like, everything that we're talking about can be found on Google. So I don't know what you're freaking out about. Sorry that you're like, you can't step up your game and find all these new brands. You know what I mean? And like, feel like you have to rely on like Madewell and J crew as good brands. Like, uh, like that's all we were talking about. Common knowledge. Yeah. We're like, this is common knowledge. So then this other guy comes in and he goes, hell he's like, yeah. He's like, why are you being such a bitch? (laughs) (laughs) And she just got so shocked that we like started attacking her because we're just like, get out of our conversation. She was so rude, Daniela. She was so rude. Like, and I'm not even telling the story from right exactly, you know, from how she was just so mean to us and just trying to rip us apart. And we're like, no, we're like, no, like what we're talking about is nothing new. We're not like talking about like obscure little brands or whatever. And even if we are, we said, who cares? Get out of our conversation. You know, it's, so it's yeah. not like it's something that people can't find out on their own. Like it's That's not like you're mean. sharing some like, oh, if you do X, Y, Z, this is going to happen with your sales. And even if you did, who cares? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it was just, like I said, it wasn't fighting over any particular things, but it was just like, get out of my conversation. I'm talking to my friend here. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best. It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line. It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible because we're already doing it all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. And it's like, I don't know. She was just so rude. I remember that, but it was really funny because this other reseller guy came and he was like an old school veteran yeah, eBay yeah, yeah. guy that I, I forgot his name, but I knew him from the bins and he was really nice. And he's like, why is she freaking out over this stuff? He's like, we all know this stuff. We're all here for one reason. And he's right. like, we're, we're like 90% resellers. Why is she freaking out? You know? And then after that, she never showed back up again, but good. Goodbye. Um, it's probably yeah, the same but thing that she was so people shoe out of my arm. <laughs> yeah, no, luckily I never had that happen. Um, I will say that at the bins, yes, there have been fights at the Boston bins, but I never, I never, you know. I, I never got into any of that. And honestly, most of the people that I met there were very, very pleasant. It was yeah. just kind of like an unspoken rule where it was like, um, you Don't know, I like these the things, stuff. touch the stuff, like, okay, yep. you do this, that, you know, 
whatever but i yeah. i've seen fights break out in the new hampshire but i mean i haven't been in so long but when i did go there were fights that broke out um when new bins would come out and like you're not supposed to touch them until the staff says that you can touch them kind of thing and people would start rifling through them that's when fights would start happening where it's like stop touching it you know they would start yelling at each other and i would just yeah. stand there like can we just all not yeah yeah it's and i know close. and i know the boston bins too this was from one of the employees told me that they, the reason why one of the, one of the main reasons why they had to shut it down too, was because there was a, a very serious altercation there. Mm. Um, and like the police were called. Mm. So it was like, they, and I don't know if because the police were called, uh, and then like the fire, I don't think came. the working conditions were great at that. No. One. And that's what I mean. Like, I, and I think cause it was too small and there was too many people. So yeah. they like hit capacity. So the fire marshal came and I don't, I don't know all the details. I mean, that would make sense. Cause it was, it, it was a very tiny space for the amount of bins that they put out the amount of people mm-hmm. that would show up. I mean, it was, it was small in comparison to other bins that I've been to definitely smaller. Yeah. Yeah, definitely small. Anyway, but. that's our story about fighting with people. I think it doesn't matter where you live or whatever. You're always gonna, gonna going to come across someone at some point in your reselling career where there's going to be a little bit of a tiff. It could just be glaring at each other. It doesn't have to be necessarily with words, but mm-hmm. I think there's really no way to avoid it. I mean, I don't think I would ever get physical with anyone unless I felt threatened in any way, shape or form. You know what I mean? Like that's the, and at that point I would probably just call the police, but yeah. Um, yeah. No piece of clothing or shoe is worth it. No, God, no, no. Like I said, that's why Go I find something else. Yeah. For like an individual piece. I've never, I've never run into that issue because I'm the type of person that I'm like, I'm fine with giving it up. Cause I don't care. Yeah. You know, have it. You need it. But it was like, yeah, you can have it. But it was like that one time where it was like, don't get in my car. I don't, I really don't like that when people insert themselves in my conversation Mm -hmm. and I'm like, I don't know you. I don't need your opinion. Don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. Yeah. And like, and like be really rude about it. Right. It's like, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. If she had approached differently and said, you know, she's like, um, you know, you really shouldn't say all this stuff. And I still would probably be like, well, whatever, I can say whatever I want. You know what yeah. I mean? But I wouldn't have been well, as you, my mom. about it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we have to move on. <laughs> this is the first one. Clearly, this is a heated topic between both of us. Oh, Who yeah, knew? Absolutely. Um, the next one is never have I ever used photography lights, a light box, or a thermal printer. Um, definitely used ring light, have have a ring ring light and have new set of lights. Mm-hmm. Do, have never used a light box, never owned a light box. Um, although I do think that they do serve a purpose if you sell, I think they're great for shoes if you want to use them for shoes. I think it's great for like accessories. I think light boxes are great for home goods. Like I think they definitely serve a purpose with a certain category within reselling. Yeah. Unless mm-hmm. you have an enormous like one of those big things that oh, kind of like big, a light box. Light yeah, where you can like mm-hmm. step in it. I, okay, I per- personally don't. For me, I don't think it's necessary because I have the wall space. But I guess if you don't have the wall space, that's a great tool to have. They're expensive though. Yeah, they're yeah. super expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, thermal printer is something newer that I added to my life last year, and now and I was always like against it. I'm like, well, it's not really a big deal because I don't really pay to print anything and like it's not but but now that I have one I'm like okay this is much easier than printing things yeah. it's much simpler for me to just use the thermal printer so that is newer in my reselling life um, I don't think it's necessary though I don't think it's necessary to have photography lights I don't think it's necessary to have a light box I don't think it's necessary to have a thermal printer I think it depends where you are in your journey I think there's like this 
big push in the reseller community to like have all these tools. It's important to have all these tools. You don't need any of these. You don't need any. No, I, I don't think that you do. Honestly, I, um, photography lights. Yes, I, I do have those, but it was because too, I was working out of my basement. Mm. So I needed the lighting, you know, for that. But whenever I could photograph outside, I, fro- I photograph outside because I mm-hmm. like the natural light, mm-hmm. a light box. No, nope, I've never owned it, but I also agree with you. I think depending on what you sell, it could be yeah. useful. It could be helpful. And a thermal printer, I, I actually, I got one pretty early in my journey because I used the thermal printer for my old job and I knew how good it was. And so, um, for me, I was just going through so much ink, you know, on my printer and, and so much tape because I used to tape over, right. Um, the label, because I didn't want it to get wet. Cause if it got wet, the ink ran. Mm -hmm. So for me, it made more sense because I was spending so much money on tape and I was spending so much money on my ink and paper too, that it ended up working out for me, you know, to get a thermal printer. The only thing though, that I don't like about my thermal printer that drives me nuts is like every once in a while, it does like kind of break you know, oh, no. not, not break, but yeah, like some, yeah. malfunction, some malfunction. So I have yeah. to like, sometimes plug it in, plug it back in. You know what I mean? And what um, kind do you have? Oh, I have a Dymo. Okay. So I have a Dymo label because I used to use a Dymo thermal label printer with my work. So mm-hmm. that's why I picked that one. I don't know if it's any worse or better than Rolo or what, you know, I know there's a, yeah. a bunch of other ones out there, but it's been fine. But every once in a while, it can be a little quirky. And I remember the ones at work were a little quirky too. So yeah, I don't have, I have like a no name off of Amazon. It was like a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Never had an issue with it. It's worked great. I mean, it does what it's supposed to do. It prints me a label. That's awesome. You yeah. Know? So, I mean, it's definitely, I think if you were to get a thermal printer, my thing is like, you don't need to get a name brand. No, like you don't have to like, they all work. No. They all work fine. Um, and like, but well, I don't know. I don't want to say they all work fine, but like, I'm just surprised at how many times, like I've had to like troubleshoot my Dymo label. Mm. Like, or like I'm troubleshooting it right now, actually. And that's why I've some packages that have been sitting there and I got the <laughs> notification where Bosch Mark is like, send this out. And I'm like, oh yeah, I got to do that. <laughs> Listen, my Dymo's not working, Bosch Mark. My okay. Dymo's not working. Okay. I got to deal with that. <laughs> actually, I'm going to deal with that after this podcast too. <laughs> I think that, um, I think it's okay to buy these tools if, oh, I don't want this to come out the wrong way. Um, I think if you're making a certain amount of money and you have the revenue to do it and all other expenses and whatnot are covered for, and you can save towards a goal of buying whatever it is you want to buy for your business, I think that's fine. But I think with that, you also need to keep in mind that there's maintenance that may come with it. It could break. You might need to replace lights. Like there's all these different things. So don't feel like when you first start reselling, you need to buy all these different tools because you definitely don't, you know, like even in terms of the podcast, I didn't buy a mic until Christmas of last year. And we've been doing the podcast for three years. So like, Mm -hmm. I I didn't do that. Like As you grow, you find where you can incorporate things to help you. Yeah. And I think you figure out too, like, um, for me, the reason why I bought those things was more out of convenience too. Like you learn like what mm-hmm. is more of a headache and what is worth it to you to invest in your business. Like, I don't, like you said, I don't think you need it right away. Cause like, I know for myself with like my lights, like I went throughout my entire house looking for good spots. Where did I like this? Where did I like this? And then when I moved downstairs into my basement, I was like, wow, okay, I really do need this. Or, you know, um, 
And I actually put a lot of the stuff on my Christmas list because, you know, people always ask you, like, what do you want for Christmas? And so I put my photography lights. I got it as a Christmas gift. Like almost all my reselling things that I have are Christmas gifts. Yeah. So that's how I got a lot of my things. The only thing I didn't get that I did by myself was a thermal printer. But again, I knew I wanted that because when I factored in the money and how much I was spending, mm-hmm. it made more sense for me to spend the money up front more yep. than constantly like every month buying a $75 cartridge <laughs> of ink. So crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So crazy. Yeah. Uh, next one, Jen, you want to read it? Sure. Never have I ever thrifted or bins shopped. This came from Isa. <laughs> Oh, God, I was like, <laughs> so that's why that's the that's... context there. Um, so some people have never thrifted or been to the bins. Yeah. Some people do consignment. Some people just sell things out of their house and some people are strategically sourcing online. I think that as resellers, we forget that there's so many different ways to do this. Like if you start off as a, th- as someone who goes to thrift stores and bins, you forget that there's other ways to acquire inventory. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, um, I think that's a that's a good that's a good way to put it in into perspective, right? Yeah. So yes, I have thrifted and I have gone to the bins. Um, but as I have evolved as a reseller, I see the benefit of online sourcing, of um, going to buy sell trade and consignment stores. Different from yes. thrifting. Remember, we talked about this in another episode, guys. Thrifting is very different than buy sell trade and consignment store. Two different mm-hmm. processes. Um, I have never done consignment. But never say never. I mean, it's possible that down the line, maybe that's the route that I want to go. I'm done with how, you know, with purchasing and all that kind of stuff and just do solely consignment. There's definitely people in the community that do just that. Um, I personally don't think I want to ever do that, but I, you never know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, um, it's always going to evolve, right? Mm-hmm. And so, and, and it also depends on where you are in your life, how much free time you have too is a really mm-hmm. big thing. So have I thrifted? Yes. Have I been shop? Yes. I, I absolutely do love thrifting and I love bin shopping, but right now, yeah, it just doesn't work with my lifestyle. I don't have, you know, two, three hours every day, you know, to go and, and, or not even every day, but just yeah. like a day mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to go thrifting one and day. go look for stuff. Yeah. Just one day. <laughs> oh, was. Nope, nope, nope. All right. Yeah, I, I would say that I probably enjoy consignment and buy sell trade shopping more than thrift mm. store shopping because I've learned the, the process. It depends on the area for me, I have to say. This you know, true. because um, like when I was just recently in Austin, like that was really cool. The consignment stores there were really cool. Unfortunately, I didn't get to go to any savers because they had two savers there. And oh, they did. The closest one to us was closed. Um, they had just closed, which was such a bummer. Mm. Um, cause my sister said that was a really good one. And then the other one was about 30, 40 minutes away. So it was too far. Yeah. Um, but, um, like I really did like the consignment shopping there. So I couldn't compare what the thrifting was, but like out here, I don't really like thrifting very much. I prefer the consignment shopping, but in Massachusetts, I love thrifting, you know, so it just depends. I definitely like thrifting in Massachusetts more so than Rhode Island. Okay. There's just more yeah. options of brands yeah. in Massachusetts, yeah. Boston in particular, than yeah. here. Yeah. Well, and, you get all those students. You get students with well, a lot great. of money coming in. Yes. International students. International students. In a lot of different brands. Tons of dough. And they are yeah. constantly, and then like they have to go home and they get rid of a lot of stuff. So, yep. oh yeah. Oh yeah. All good things. Well, speaking of stuff that we found, <laughs> never have I ever found Rothy's. Oh, good one. I have found Rothy's three times. Three times. Once 
was in the New Hampshire Savers. After I left the bins, I went to the Nashua Savers, mm-hmm. which I love their shoe section there. So if you are I a like, local, I like the Nashua. Me Savers. too. Their prices are higher because they. It's just the area. There's no way around it. It's a major city in New Hampshire. You know, the prices are going to be a little bit higher. Um, they were in the men's section, but they were women's size 11, but they put them in the men's section. And oh. I just happened to like, cause the way the shoes are, I don't know if they're still this way. I haven't been there in a while, but the men, it's like women's shoes, kids, and then men's shoes, but it's all like in a row. It's not separated like in other savers. Mm-hmm. And they were on the back row facing men's maybe athletic wear. And I happened to walk by and this is like when maybe my first year reselling, I remember Rothy's was like big, my first year reselling. Like that was Mm -hmm. when they really were like worth a ton in terms of resale. And they were the same exact pair. They were the white. It's the same pair that I have. They're like the slip on sneaker style, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Brand new. They were brand, brand new. Two pairs, eleven ninety nine each, and but that's what eleven ninety nine was a lot to me to pay mm-hmm. for a piece. Yeah. So I remember texting Matt, who was in the car, and I was like, "Do I do I pay?" He's like, "Yes, you 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 get them." He was like, "Don't worry about it, get it." Pay I love how like Matt even you. Yeah, right. <laughs> he's like, he's not even a reseller. And he knows yeah, and how he's like, like hot. Yes, are in <laughs> so that, so I found two pairs, same size. That was the first time. The second, yes. um, so that's my first two pieces that I found at Rothy's. And the third time I found Rothy's was at a local savers here in Rhode Island. And they were putting out shoes. Three people walked by them. And I was like at the beginning of the aisle and I spotted them and I was like, Oh God, Oh God. I hope these people don't, don't get them. Don't, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're like, I want to cut in front of you, but I can't, you know. Oh, you weren't going to fight them for it? Just no, kidding. I wasn't going to do that. I wasn't <laughs> going to do that. Um, so I finally got there and I grabbed them so quickly and threw them in my cart. Those are the three times I've ever found them, but I haven't found them since. So it's been like probably two years. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. It's been a while. All right. Um, I sourced them online. Does that count? Yeah, I've sourced them online, but I'm not going to count that as mine. Yeah, I didn't count that. I sourced them twice online too. Yeah, I. but I found them twice once in um in Framingham in the, mm. the Framingham Savers in Massachusetts I found them and I actually were my size so I was super pumped about that yeah um I couldn't believe it I was like oh my god finally <laughs> <laughs> but this was late late in my reselling journey like I had been reselling for like about four years and I had never found them um and then I found them here actually in San Diego recently. There nice. were actually two in the case and I should have gotten both of them, but I didn't because they were, they wanted $30 for each pair. Yeah. Right. So your profit margin is small, small. Right. And the ones that I got were like a limited edition one. Worth so yeah, yeah. So I made way more money off of those ones. And the other ones were just like the ones that you just talked about, the slip on white pairs. And I was yep. like, eh, I probably won't get as much. So no, three those. or four years ago, almost full yeah. value today. No, no, exactly. So I did, I just didn't go for them, but I went for those ones and I was so, so excited and so happy about that. So, I mean, anytime I find them, I always like them, but I always, always, when you find them, just remember that there are a lot of dupes out there. Mm-hmm. So just do your research. There's a lot of really great resellers that have put a lot of great content to tell you like kind of what to look for with those. Um, because I would say that I would have a couple of years ago, I would have never known that. Yeah. There were fake There's a ton of fakes. A yeah, ton. I know. Uh, let's add to me. that. Never have I ever found teaks. Oh, I've never found teaks. Oh, never. Really? Not even destroyed. Nothing like that. No, I've never. I found, found them once. Yeah. At Savers. 
Um, and they sold like immediately because they were they were a regular just a regular black pair of teaks, but there was something about them that made them different than all the other oh, kinds. Okay. There was something about it, some special. I don't edition, remember what it was, but it was a little more special. Um, and then I sourced them once online. Gotcha. gotcha. Very hard to source online. Teaks are very they're very very online. hard. I've tried to, and I never get them on time. I never do. So very, very mm-hmm. hard. Rothies are hard to source online too. They are. They're really, they're really hard. Yeah. I, I don't do it anymore either. I don't, I don't source for them online anymore. Nope. They're and not worth it to me. Birdies. There's, birdies are hard to source online. Yeah. I found birdies once, but sourcing them online, I got them for like 20 bucks and they were like in with the box oh, and okay. the dust bag and everything. I was like, yeah, I'll take those, you know? Mm-hmm. So that was a pretty good one. Mm, okay. How many good brands we could talk about? Oh, I know. Never have I ever made a bolo list. No, I haven't. I've seen people that do that, mm-hmm. you know, that like actually mm-hmm. have a uh, like a notes page, right? Yep. Where they actually write down everything. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I don't. I just feel like it's too much effort. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I um, just, I did when I first started because I saw other people doing it and that lasted about a month. And then I stopped because yeah. I was like, it doesn't matter. I never referenced this list anyway. I would never reference it because like, and I would forget what was on there, to be honest with you. Yeah. You or know? I'd look back and be like, what? What? Like, it didn't make sense to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think if you keep one of these, maybe it's a good like reference point for yourself to see all the different brands that you've found, or maybe like if you, if you need a tool like that to keep you in check as to what it is that you want to find out there, that's, I mean, have at it, that if that's helpful yeah. to you, I just think it can get discouraging when you make a list like that. It mm-hmm. goes from something mm-hmm. positive to something negative. Cause you're like, I have all these brands I want to find and I just can't find them in my area. I think yeah. it can have a negative connotation to it. I, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, definitely. And, and like I said, for me, it's just, I won't, I won't remember, I will not remember what was on that list. I'll type it in. I'll be like, Oh yeah, that thing. Like, I don't think to look out for that. What I did though, what I used to do that I found really helpful is that I used to, um, pin tags, Mm -hmm. you know, and I have Pinterest boards of tags because I'm such a visual person that if I see a tag once, um, I usually can remember it, you Mm -hmm. know, and then like, I'll see it again. Like, Oh yeah, I remember I, I pinned this, like this was something that I need to, Mm -hmm. you know, to, to hold on to. But to actually write it out, it doesn't mean anything to me. I need to see what does it look like? What does the label right. look like? Right? Because that's more important. Um, <laughs> never have I ever gone to the bins and enjoyed it. I love the bins. I love the bins. We are, very, we are two different people. Oh, uh, I know. We totally are. I love, 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 love the bins. Even though, yes, I know, like Boston's rough and stuff. I loved it. I just like found so, it's just like, that is the ultimate thrill of the hunt. It really is, you know, and, sure. but like, you've got to go with time. You've got to prepare. We've talked about this at length, yeah. right? Um, but yeah, I loved it. I used to go all the time. I haven't gone to the ones out here in California. Um, I'm hoping that I can do it at least once just because mm. I want to compare, right? To see yeah, what yeah. it's like. But um, I just don't have the time. That's the problem with me. But I know, I know you don't like the bins. 
<laughs> reasons why I don't like the bins. Number one, you don't know what you're going to find. Not that you know yes. you're going to find you go to the thrift store, but it requires more work to find the things that you want. Yes. Right? Time. Time. Yeah. That's the thing. That, that's the, I don't have the time for that. And if I do have the time for it, it's all day on a Saturday. And now I've wasted half of, well, not wasted, but I've now spent my well, entire weekend standing somewhere, getting extremely dirty, sneezing, and I'm covered in God knows what. Um, two, I don't like how aggressive people get at the bins. Mm-hmm. It drives me crazy because I'm a very structured person and the bins doesn't have a lot of structure. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have that. a hard time with that. And three, it's a drive. And I got to put gas and miles on my car. Yeah, I get Bins that. Bins are not easily accessible to me, which I will. You know what? You know, though, I will say too, um, I think what made it really enjoyable is that I had a friend to yeah, go. Yeah, you're not doing it alone. I don't know. How I like now when I, when you were saying that, I'm like, I don't know how I would do alone. I, I've done it, but I didn't have as much fun. You know, hey, let's talk about if Daniela were to go to the bins on a Saturday, I'd have to wake up at four thirty in the morning, five o'clock in the morning, get gas, get food, coffee, whatever, drive to New Hampshire because mm-hmm. that's where I would go. I'd go to New Hampshire and that's about hour and a half hour, 40 minutes depends. They open at seven, had to get there when they opened to make it worth mm-hmm. it and then stay until depends 12 one o'clock so now that's half my day then mm-hmm. go to the starbucks or dunkin donuts that's across the street get something or go to market basket that was right that we got across from it get yep, something yep. to eat and then i would go to the nashua savers and then i would go home and by the time i got home it was like six o'clock at night and then i'd have to process and clean and mm-hmm. it was a lot yep. so if i was a full-time reseller different story if that's all that i did i probably would enjoy it more Right. But it's yeah. not all that I do. Yep. That makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> and that's what I'm sticking to. <laughs> Never right, have I ever <laughs> found Johnny was. You first. Me? You first. Yes, I have. I have found Johnny was a couple of times, actually. Um, I've, I, I have also sourced it though, too, like retail yeah. arbitrage or, yeah, you too. know, that kind of stuff. But yeah, no, I have, I've found it a few times. I've found a pair of leggings, which was really nice. They marked those up though to about $30, but still like picked them up. Didn't matter. Didn't care. Um, and, um, well, cause I sold them for like 125. Yeah. I know. It's just so crazy what things get marked up at. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. And that was in California too, though. They had them like, like behind the wall you know and I'm like how do you know what Johnny was that's annoying and then the other time I sourced uh, one of their beautiful shirts um I think I've sourced two of their shirts the problem though with me and Johnny was is that my mom is a huge fan huge (laughs) so most of the time I don't sell it when I find it yeah because someone comes over and it's like oh Mija, like, yeah, I love Johnny was, but it's so expensive. Good for you, mom. And I was like, that's nice, mom. I give it to her. I'm yeah, like, yeah, she's worth it. You know, of course. So, um, I so yeah. So what about found you? Johnny was okay. Story time. Um, when I first started reselling and I was at the bins, there was two or three Johnny was tops, but I didn't know what it was. Um, I didn't, I mean, I had just started. I didn't know what Johnny yeah. was. I had no idea, yeah. um, but I put one in my cart cause it looked pretty, yeah. <laughs> so, but I didn't know what it was. And then another girl 
obviously swiped up all the rest, but that one that I found was Johnny was, and I looked it up and I was like, Oh, okay. This looks like it's a good brand, you know, naive Danielle. I didn't know anything. Yeah. Um, I found it. I found Johnny was Bia, B-I-Y-A, mm-hmm. which is like mm-hmm. uh, one of their diffusion, their I guess. Lines, lines, yeah. mm-hmm. Right. They have so many lines. Uh, they were like Capri pants. I found them at Savers. Those sold really fast. They had like floral <laughs> print all over them. And then I sourced it once at TJ Maxx on yellow tag sale and they, it sold for like over a hundred dollars within like two weeks, Yeah, but that's it's it. So Johnny cool. was, is not something that I find frequently, which is interesting to me because we, isn't there a Johnny was store in Boston? I'm pretty sure there is. There is. Yeah. There's one in Boston. There's one out here too. Um, I just don't find it often. No, I don't. I think that when people have the pieces, they, they really tend to hold yeah. on to them and don't let them go. So yeah. this next one is controversial. <gasps> Never have I ever swapped a tag. Oh man. Um, I have so many thoughts on this. <laughs> uh, I have personally, no, I've never swapped a tag. Have I gone to a, uh, a worker or manager and said, this is ridiculous. Can like, I'll pay 20 for this or something like work with me here. Yeah. I've done mm-hmm. that before. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never physically removed a tag and put something else. Uh, no. Maybe because I worked in retail and to mm-hmm. me that's stealing. So I've never right, done it. Right. No, I've never done it for reselling, but I did it once <laughs> when I was a teenager. <laughs> that doesn't count though, because you're being a, a rebellious. I went to like Ross and I wanted these like shorts <laughs> and they were too expensive. So I switched out the tag. <laughs> <laughs> I could never do it as an adult because <laughs> I worked in retail for 15 plus years. Mm hmm. And I saw people that did it and it used to drive me crazy. Um, but I also think that if being a reseller, you have to realize that they're going to price things however they want in a thrift store or a consignment store, wherever you're going, right? Mm-hmm. Some bins, they're going to price it however they want. You have no control over that. If you don't like the price, then don't buy it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, as a reseller, if you want to do it as, as a your own, shopping thing whatever have at it I I mean it's not hurting me I don't care um but I personally would never do it no I felt so guilty afterwards all right then and I I stole a pen once in Hallmark when I was a teenager and I and I told my I stole a pen oh you stole a pen at Hallmark and put it in my pocket and I went home and I told my mom and I thought she was going to kill me she was like why it's a pen. Why would you ever do that? And I was like, I really wanted it. It was pretty. And it was $10. It was like one of those. I stole a nail polish once. Yeah. Like, and and I felt really guilty. And then the, (laughs) I told my mom, mom, like, that's how guilty I felt. (laughs) Yeah, no, I know. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh my God. That's so funny. Yeah. I I just remember swapping that tag and I did it so stupidly too. I like lightly ripped the top. (laughs) That's the the easiest way to do it. You rip the top and you slide it off and then you rip a little bit of the other one and you stick it in and And you you close it. Yeah. You just close it out. And that's what I did. I've never, I've I've never done it, but I know how easy it is to do. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Have you ever done it as a reseller though? Mm -hmm. Have I ever done it as a reseller? No, no, I've never done that as a reseller. No. Mm -mm. Do you think it's Um, stealing? Yeah, I do. I do. I think you're, I, th- I think it's, it's, a, it's a form of stealing, you know? Yeah. So. I think if it's out of your, it's not something that we can control. So just walk away from it. It doesn't matter what the brand is. Walk away. Yeah. There's no point. And like, well, 
You don't want some like you get caught and they kick you out of that thrift store. for Yeah, ever. exactly. You don't, you don't want to get like caught and you don't want to then never be able to go back to that thrift store, you know, that kind of whole yeah. thing. And no, no. Cause even like, um, I've seen oh my people gosh. swap the stickers in the savers. Too. I had, so actually I, I, I got in trouble at one of the savers and I don't want to say which one I got in trouble with one of the savers in Massachusetts one time, because I went to return a bunch of stuff that I had gotten in wound socket. And I was like, I don't want these things anymore. And when I went there, they were like, did you switch the tags out on these things? And I was like, no, I didn't. Um, and it turned out when I looked at it, the, the sizes were different. Cause it was like something, it was like a J crew dress. And when I looked at the lining, when I got it home, it was all ripped. So I was like, oh, I don't want this, you know? So I went to go and return it to exchange it. And then when I exchanged it, they told me they're like, oh, well, this tag says that it's a size zero, but it was a size 10 dress. And they're like, did you switch that the tag? And I was like, no, I didn't. I was like, it's just been in my car and in the bag the whole time. And like the manager came, like they accused me of like, yeah, of but like it was on to, the receipt, like the numbers it was on the matched. receipt and everything. And, um, they thought you did it in the dressing room. Maybe this is when dressing room, they existed. thought that I was, I was trying to return things that were like my own or something. I think, you know what I mean? Please. And like, yeah. And it was, and it was really bad because I was so frustrated because I'm like, I ended up taking the dress back because they didn't believe me or anything. And, and it was awful, you know? So it was like, um, and it was like, I remember cause like they, they even questioned the, the barcode tag. I think somebody had actually gone in there and like tagged it Oh, and, yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just remember, um, they would always look at me really dirty when I'd go into that saver. So I actually stopped going into that savers because I was just like, so yeah. embarrassed, not embarrassed, but like so mad, you know, blacklisted. That, like, yeah. I was like basically blacklisted for somebody that did this. And it was like, and I was returning because I think it was like, I was returning like at least five pieces, you know, cause yeah. I'm like, Oh, these things, it was like kind of really early in my reselling career where I didn't know how to check flaws. Yeah. So I was just like, I'm going to return this, get the store credit, and then I'll just buy new stuff with it. Right. And they refused to return it because they thought that I was trying to steal. And I got really scared that they were going to call the police or anything. I am not a good criminal. <laughs> I'm not crafty enough to do that kind of stuff. So, um, so yeah, that's why I'm like, don't do it. Cause you never know. You might end up hurting an innocent person yeah. in, in like the long run. And it was awful. And so mm -mm, mm -mm, I won't do that though. Like I said, We're I've been on the other side here, of that. Okay. Yeah. We follow the rules for the most part. Well, I don't know. Let's <laughs> listen to this next one though. <laughs> Uh, never have I ever shopped the new racks at Goodwill, even though you're not supposed to guilty as charged. I will do it and get yelled at. I don't care. I, you know, so there is, there is one, one, one Goodwill in Boston and everybody knows it because they like, they really don't like you to do it. They scream and it's like at you. Rule. They scream at you. Yes. So I don't do it anymore. Um, if there's they do like it at Sabres. If there's a sign, no, if there's a sign and they say like, don't shop in new racks then fine. But most of the time I'll just go up there and I'll ask, you know, I'll usually ask and say like, oh, can I shop this? Is it okay if I just shop the rack? And they nine out of 10 times say it's fine. Um, but I remember, yeah, in this one particular Boston Goodwill, like it was like when it first started, you know, and they started like yelling at you. I just remember sifting through it and just be like, oh, sorry. You know, and then like, yeah. uh, like 10 minutes later, go there. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I don't do it anymore though, because now it's clear savers. They don't really mm -hmm. care, but I do always ask. I'm like, is it okay? If I look at your rack, they're like, yeah, I, I don't ask. care. I'm to put it out. Like mm -hmm. they really don't care at savers. Mm -hmm. Like if you're going to take things away, so I don't have to put it out. Cool. 
Um, But Goodwill is definitely the one that's like super particular about it. And I don't really go to Goodwill that often unless I'm in Boston. So um, I shop racks, new racks all the time because I shop new racks. Good stuff is. Mm-hmm. It's where all the best stuff is. Absolutely. It's yeah. just that one goodwill in Boston that they are angry. really aggressive about it. They even have like aggressive signs on the, on the racks to tell you like, don't touch this. You can't don't touch a new rack or anything like that. So because of that, the sign, I'll listen to the sign. But other than that, I always shop the rack, the new rack. Yeah. yeah. I, that goodwill also yells at you if you push the items on the rack too hard. Cause you know, as a reseller, like you push everything down and then you like oh, start they yelled at you for that twice <laughs> and it's the okay. same lady that yells at me <laughs> I think I know which lady you're talking about She's I don't like know I, I've tried a drill so many sergeant to, yeah I've tried so many times to become her friend I'm like hey how are you no she's not nice she's not nice at all <laughs> she hates me I remember she used to yell at me when they used to have the fitting rooms there mm-hmm. and like I used to always like go with my big cart and go up to the go back rack right and like look at things mm-hmm, and put the things mm-hmm. that I didn't want back she used to yell at me for doing that and I was like well what do you want me to do you want me to just like throw it in the store somewhere and then you guys have to pick it up afterwards you know and Oh my gosh. Like she just used to yell at me and she yelled at me for being on my phone once. I remember what? you can't film in here. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Some people are a little aggressive. Okay. Yeah. She yells at me all the time. Every time she sees me, she yells at me. That's fine. That's our relationship. Just likes to yell at anyone. <laughs> my God. All right. Never have I ever filmed a YouTube video. I mean, I have, yeah. <laughs> I have a YouTube channel. <laughs> Um, I don't think, I don't think it's necessary to have a YouTube channel. Let's just clear that up. I don't think as a reseller, you need to have a YouTube channel or podcast or Instagram for that matter. I don't think it's necessary. It's just more to, it's just more to like, you want to just share what you have, you know, share your content and like meet other people who are like-minded. That's all I think that really social media should be serving (laughs) anyways. um, But um, we know that that's not the case. But uh, yeah, I'm the same thing. Actually, I tried um, to do a YouTube channel, a which everyone ago. loved. I know, actually, like I, it was doing really well in a short amount of time. And I had quite a few videos and I tried to do like anti hauls, you know, things mm-hmm. that like why I didn't, you know, um, why I didn't pick it up. And I actually would film them on the racks at the, yep. at the Goodwill. And um, it did really well. I just again, like I just got really busy and then COVID happened and everything else. Well, you had Ellie and I had Ellie who just basically sucks all the energy. (laughs) You had a baby. So that kind of stopped. Maybe someday I'll get back into it because I did enjoy doing it, but I didn't enjoy, I did not enjoy the process of Mm. having to like edit it and do all this. I don't have the time to do that. So, but yeah, I do have a little channel out there. It's still out there, you know, (laughs) I, um, I, I enjoy creating content, obviously. Um, Mm -hmm. I enjoy sharing experiences, but I do not enjoy the structure that you have to have when you're on these different platforms. I don't enjoy like being on a time crunch or like just any, I just don't enjoy that. So I create my own schedule. I do things when I want and I really don't care. <laughs> like that's yeah. just the way I look at it. Um, I'm not making millions off of YouTube or Instagram. I'm not making any money on Instagram unless I sell something, but like, it's just fun and a way to connect. So that's the way I look at it. If you want to connect with people and you want to build a community, 
do it. Like, I think it's so fun. I think it's a great way to meet people, great way to share your experiences, whether it's um, a blog, I don't care what it is, any form of content creation, Um, but it's totally not necessary. No, definitely not. Definitely not. Mm, Okay. Never have I ever found Chanel. We both have. (laughs) We both have, and we were both together when we found it. (laughs) But before that time, I found it once um, at a savers, they were super beat up Chanel suede boots. They were like, they were vintage, like probably from the eighties, um, seventies or eighties. Yeah. They were super beat up, but I got them resold and stuff. And, um, I only ended up selling them for like one fifty because they really weren't worth a ton. They were just the style, right? Not every style is going to sell for a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Um, that was the first time I found them and I couldn't believe I found Chanel at the at Savers, even though they were extremely beat up. Uh, and then with Jen, we found yes. a bunch of Chanel. Yes. That one day where it was, that was like, a once in a lifetime thing that probably will never happen. Will again. never happen again, but that was amazing. Yes. And, and I saved Chanel shoes for Jen. I just want to throw that out there. I got there did. before Jen and I had all the Chanel shoes in my carriage and I saved she them did. for her. She's okay. amazing. That's friendship. That is friendship. She gave me, yes, I remember. Manolos. There were so many though. There were so many yes. shoes. I remember, yeah, you you, you, took, I think you took most of the Chanel because it was a lot and you gave me like one pair and I was like, wow, I'll take the one pair. <laughs> I couldn't believe it because yeah, I bought those. And you bought Louboutin, so did I. I found I found three pairs. They gave you, you one. I found one. Mm-hmm. I found one. Um, I had the Milonos. I had a couple of those, and then the one Chanel piece that I had. And the Chanel piece, I sold those. I got them for thirty dollars, um, and I sold them for four hundred and ninety-five dollars. Yeah, it's just it was such. Oh my god, that haul. And just the amount of money we made off we all took that everything. Stuff. We were like, we're not, we're not gonna be on a budget. <laughs> no, oh, there was no budget that day. That was the right no credit bu- card. Here we go. <laughs> it was two huge full cards, and we're like, oh my god, we need it all. <laughs> the looks, <laughs> the looks. Oh yeah, we if got only we looks. like had YouTube at that point in time. You guys wouldn't have even. I can't even describe to you the amount of stuff that we even left behind. Never mind. Like we just had to stop. There was just. Yeah so much so crazy so crazy oh my gosh anyway and then the yes, last we both one. found chanel yes we both found chanel and it was amazing and i've never <laughs> and found it, it again since that time no Mm-mm. um never have i ever this is the last one you guys yeah. lied at the thrift store about being a reseller oh yeah all the time all the time people don't need to know my business no. Do no. I tell, like, if I become friendly with a worker or something? Yeah. I mean, I don't, if I'm friendly with them and I'm there all the time, they know what I'm doing. That's stupid. Yeah. Um, Cause they see it all the time. But uh, for the most part, I'm not telling people what I'm doing. You can figure it out. If you're an employee, you know, you don't need me to tell you. You don't need, yeah. You don't need me to tell you, but here's, a, here's the question that I want to ask you though. Have you ever been asked though? Cause I've never been asked. Are you a reseller? I've never, like, I've never had anybody come up to me and tell me that. No, not a worker. No, I've had like shoppers ask me. Oh, see, no, I've never had a shopper. I've or had a, a shopper ask me because I think she was pissed that I grabbed a bunch of stuff that she wanted. Um, I've had other resellers ask me if I resell. Like, cause you can, you, you can spot another reseller. It's pretty obvious. Oh, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, absolutely. And mm-hmm. I've, I've also gone up to other resellers and said, Hey, listen, I'm not going to buy this stuff. So I'm going to leave it here. If you want to go through it, you know, oh, that's take nice what you me. want. Like I've done that before, especially if I could tell that they're newer. Cause you can tell when someone's a little newer at reselling. Mm-hmm. 
it, it's just, you, you can just tell because you've been there, right? And I, I've done that before. Or if people have recognized me in the thrift store and they've come up to me and I'm like, you know, before I leave, I'm like, hey. I had that, yeah. That, that's your stuff. Only I don't want it. So if you want it, you know, I've done that before. I've never had, I've had a thrift store employee say to me, oh yeah, we get uh, these people in here all the time that like sell things online and yes, I have looking at this they, piece too. I'm like, really? Like, really? Wow. <laughs> Fascinating. Or like you've gotten like comments, right? You get yeah, comments yeah, yeah. about the things that you get. Like, wow, like you really picked. You all got the great really good stuff. stuff. Thanks. Uh-huh. <laughs> My sister's gonna love this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or like if someone's like, oh wow, this. They're like, oh, you've got different sizes. I'm like, yeah. I was like, my these are my sister's size. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, and she's gonna be so psyched that I found them for her. <laughs> Guilty that. because not every place is accepting of resellers. I think that's important. Like you have to fill out a place. And I know that there's certain thrift stores that just don't like the idea of resellers coming in and buying things. Right. Mm-hmm. A lot of that plays into it. If you don't really know the land that you're in, mm-hmm. um, obviously the bins are, most people are resellers at the bins. So they yeah. know what you're doing there. Same at Goodwill. They have a pretty good understanding of all that. Um, but yeah, I don't openly tell people that I'm a reseller. Mm, I know. No, I don't know. Like I said, I don't think that people need to know my business. No, stay in your own lane. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. This oh, was you know fun. <laughs> this was a lot of fun. I really like this. <laughs> we should probably do this every once in a while. I like this. This mm-hmm. is a fun little episode and we get to be a little more, I guess, open. Yeah. Yeah. And just talking kind of about, about our experiences and yeah, obviously like we're not perfect. You know, we've definitely had no. some times where it's been tough uh, and we've had to be tough, <laughs> you know, or yeah. saucy or whatever. Cause I have no um, problem throwing in a little bit of sass. I have no problem throwing in a little bit of sass or anything mm-hmm. like that, you know, but you know, it's, it's all in good fun. Like yeah. I've never had, I, I will say, I feel very blessed that I have never had a really, really bad yeah. negative experience. Cause I know that there are some of you out there that have, and, and like, that's really unfortunate, mm-hmm. you know, that that has happened. But, um, I think we're pretty lucky that that doesn't, hasn't happened, you know, for us, but we've definitely had unpleasant times and, oh, yeah. you know, and like I had to like deal with some really unpleasant people, you know, but or a lot going- of it is, Hmm. I was going to say, or going to a thrift store and there's already a ton of resellers there that, you know, or that, you know, are resellers and they've already wiped everything and you're, and you're walking through and you're like, there's literally nothing and they're not stocking. Like I've had, like those experience suck, but that's tough. That's tough. That can be tough, but it happens to all of us. Right. Yeah. And you know, and so you're not alone in that whole situation, (laughs) but like you said, no, this was fun. I really enjoyed this. This is a good episode. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it as well. Uh, Yeah. And we'll just, we'll talk to you guys next week. Yep. Sounds great. Bye-bye everyone.